Hello, and welcome to the Tavern Chat Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Tenkar, your bartender in the OSR, the main proprietor of the Tenkar's Tavern blog. Uh, today is Tuesday, which means that we're going to be going over Kickstarters, or crowdfunding. Uh, don't expect a lot of uh, rah-rah this time. These are things that I find uh, noteworthy. For one reason or another, except for one that I'm 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 backing and I'm strongly backing, but uh, I think these are things that should be brought to your attention. Just so you know what's out there, maybe it will interest some of my my listeners. Maybe it won't. That's okay. But before we touch upon any of that, there is a new publisher of sorts up on one bookshelf, which is Drive Through RPG and RPG Now. Arcana Stock Art. Put that in your head or see if you're a, a third-party publisher or small publisher at EU Stock Art. Avoid this shit like the fucking plague. And the reason why I say that is I, it was brought to my attention. Um, I posted about it because they had uh, Sin Lamine, uh, uh, Kevin Crawford's uh public domain art, the artwork that he had commissioned for his Kickstarter projects and part of the stretch goals was to release this into the public domain so other publishers could use it, which is great. And uh, they repackaged it, Arcana Stock Art, repackaged that, at least the color uh, files, as a bundle with a $5 suggested price. It was pay-what-you-want pricing, but it was five bucks for artwork that Kevin Crawford had already put into the public domain. Why the fuck would you pay somebody to do that for you? Well, you know what? They, in their infinite wisdom, have a total of seven other bundles. Now, I should say this. Yesterday, I noticed that the Kevin Crawford bundle, the Cinnamon bundle, was taken down. I'm guessing that Kevin had a few words to exchange with one bookshelf about that project product. But the other seven bundles is composed of artwork that is freely available via Creative Commons. Now, some of it might be stuff that they, as Arcana Publishing, Commissioned initially and released. I don't know. Some, but a lot of it isn't. A lot of it is just let's just grab this from the internet, bundle it, and charge anywhere from four ninety nine to nine ninety five for excellent artwork that has already been released to the public via Creative Commons. And these motherfuckers are trying to make money off that. And I, it's sleazy. I posted about this on a blog. It, it, it's it's fucking sleeves. Uh, don't support them. You should know what's out there. Feel free to go look at their bundles online. Uh, don't download them, but see some of these samples. And then do a reverse art lookup using Google. And you can find the original files out there with their Creative Commons license and use it for, its inten- use it for the intended purposes of free. So, there. That's a little bit of a rant. We're going to go on to another bit of a rant. How's that for fun? Uh, I don't know if you remember this one. You should. It's from one of the Kickstarter episodes here. 
on the podcast, the Forgotten Dungeon Mega Adventure AD&D D&D 5e. This is by uh, Stephen Lee. Now, now it's up on Indiegogo right now because remember they had two projects running concurrently, so the second one got the boot from Kickstarter within hours after my episode going up on this because I didn't even realize it was the same damn publisher until I until I was talking about it live as I recorded the podcast. Well, now they have it up on Indiegogo. Okay, it's been up for a couple of days. They have all of three backers. Um, and they're waiting to go back up on Kickstarter. Now, this is another thing that I consider to be pretty sleazy. When you run the same project concurrently on two different funding platforms. So if you're going to have this up on Indiegogo, which, by the way, it's a flexible goal. So the $120 is already locked in. There's, it's that flexible goal. The goal of 1000 They've raised 120, but they're going to take every cent, even if it doesn't reach that goal. I personally think that it's sleazy to run it on two platforms. Now, how do I know they're going to run it again on Kickstarter? Because I got a PM over the weekend saying uh, we are running this on uh, Indiegogo, and it's going to be back up on Kickstarter. And yeah, you know what? I I couldn't tell you about the quality of the adventure. I will say, I will repeat this again. Not only are they putting uh, AD&D and 5e in the name of the project on the fun, on fundraising platform, but they have it on the cover, the mock-up cover. And if you're using the OGL, you, you, you can't do that. But you know, I've mentioned that before, and, you know, whatever. Okay. Let, 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 let them get smacked down later by a lawyer. It's just, if, if you're going to, and I'm, I'm assuming they're using the OGL, because they're writing it for D&D 5e. They're writing it for AD&D. And I'm assuming you're going to use the OGL on the source books that are already out there. You're going to be wanting to just... A uh, spell trap book for AD and D D twenty and D and D five E. Yeah. Oh, it's also for their own home systems too. Dragon scales and Lost seventy seven worlds. All right. So yeah, that that one hasn't been put to rest yet. That's still, that's still popping up. Talking about things that are still popping up. I talked about this one prior, the Dice Tube All Weather. The coolest Dice Tube for board game enthusiasts and RPG adventurers. That's the guy that was so worried about his, uh, his protecting his dice in a sudden rainstorm as opposed to protecting his gaming books. It hasn't funded yet. So you could say there is a God, but it's getting there. Its goal was $993. It's at $781. It's got 16 days to go. It will fund. And that's a, that's a damn shame. Because they're dice. They're not going to get ruined. Even if they got wet. That's the whole point of them. Right? Use them. Abuse them. Next up. Drinkage. The Tipsy Meadows. An RPG drinking card game. Now, 
Uh, Drinking Quest has been out for a number of years. I think there's four different decks in it right now. Uh, that's the prior main drinking card game that you're going to you know, see out there. Um, this is 33 days ago. It's got 37 backers. It has a goal of just under $30,000. And this raised just about $1,700. Um, you know, they got flashy cards. That's great. But there are other games out there that um, I think do this just as well, if not better. I mean, a deck is, uh, well, a physical deck is 33. That's actually a lot. Yeah. Uh, I-, I can say that Drinking Quest works well as a drinking game with your friends. Uh, I haven't, obviously haven't played this game, don't know much about it other than it builds itself as a drinking game with cards that's you know, a fantasy role-playing type of game. Which might be up your alley. It might be something that you want to try. I don't know, a $33 card deck with a bunch of drunks. Uh, I, I'd be upset because you know somebody's going to spill... See, this is what you need. Somebody's going to spill fucking beer on my, my, my drinking game card. You know that. That needs protection, not my dice. But hey. Uh... Tiny Dice Buddies, Hard Enamel, enamel Polyhedral RPG Pins. This is a a thing that I, I've seen lots of d- done on. Done of? Done of? I've seen lots of these on the crowdfunding market. This company previously did alignment pins, uh, which is good that they did those because those are the only actual samples that you can look at. Uh why lawful good is lime green and why chaotic good is pink uh, I guess elves whatever but like a pastel lime green for uh, lawful good I, I don't get it but in any case uh, these pins are about the dice so these pins are d4s through D20s, although they got the uh, they got the uh, D10 there twice. I guess the other ones are hundred digits. I I don't know. Oh, of course you're getting you buying the set. Oh, I'm sorry. Before you were buying individual pins, now you have the option to get a set. A set is twenty dollars and it includes a D4, D6, D8, D10, D12, D20. And a D100. You know what? If you like this stuff, that's actually not a bad amount of pins. Was it seven pins for uh, for twenty bucks? I just don't like the colors. But you know, to each their own. Next up, more dice. I know. I'm going to kill you with dice today. Neuro Ellipse Dice. Neuro Team presents Ellipsis Dice. An award, sorry, an awesome addition to your favorite board games, card games, and tabletop games. Now, here's my issue with these dice. These are D6s that come with that ellipse sign filling in the 
space around the squared off numbers. So, you know, let's find that dot, dot, dot. Okay. They are also metallic, which I like metallic dice. You know, these dice are made from aircraft-grade solid aluminum. That's the high-precision machines. Here's the issue, though. And they come in decent colors. The numbers are hard to fucking read. Now, they're not easy to read when you're, you know, seeing them in a nice photo that was taken for them to be readable because, of course, they, you know, have the number reversed because it's, you know, backwards, whatever. But they show you that little, they have a little video, short little video. It's worth your time if you're interested in these dice. And it shows that there are times when the light hits these dice that you just can't fucking read it. And it would be bad enough it was just a number there, but the ellipses just blend everything in. When you're playing a game, you don't need to struggle to read what numbers you rolled. That's just my humble opinion. So, not for me, but I know there are metal dice collectors out there that want one of everything, so there you go. Now, here's the one that I wholeheartedly endorse. It's got five days left to fund. It's at $8,200 of a $1,000 gold, 220 backers. What am I talking about? I'm talking about Survive This Vigilante City Tabletop Role-Playing Game. This is uh, an OSR uh, Supers RPG. You really... I, I, I don't see how you can go wrong with this, especially if you like superhero games. And if you're, you're an OSR game master or player, that's something that's up your alley, I would certainly go for this. You know, it's it's really well worth your time. And, uh, come on. And one of the stretch goals is an adventure by James M. Spawn. Come on. You gotta support James Spawn this. Uh, I believe James is at what, what, what stretch goal is James at? Uh, yeah, I'm asking you guys. Please. Uh, that was fucking retarded on my end. Uh, 8,000. It's funded. Alright, so James' adventure is part of the Kickstarter. Alright, you can all go home now. You can just back it and we're done. Uh, well, there you go. Yeah, you know, there are times when I'm looking at this stuff and the ones that I find to be the most interesting aren't necessarily the ones I'd find myself backing. But like I said, maybe some of you will. Thank you for dropping on by for our little Kickstarter episode and my little rant on that bullshit fucking stock art. But uh, I'll shut myself up. Uh, thank you for coming by. Thank you for listening. If you are on iTunes, if you can leave us a review, greatly appreciated. Um, God bless. Stay safe. Roll your dice well. And I will talk with you all tomorrow.